podcasting from Baldwin, New York. Welcome to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast, bringing you everything Baldwin Athletics, including news, game breakdowns, analysis, interviews, and much, much more. Prepare for the laughs, hot takes, hard questions, and everything in between. Now, here are your hosts, ready to dive into everything Bruins sports. Toyin Green and Amanda Antoine. What is up, everyone? Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to you for whatever time you're listening to this episode today. Welcome back to the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. My name is Toyin Green, one of your co-hosts, and this week we have a very special episode for you. So aside from our regular interviews with our athletes in the Bruins program, we will sit down with the main advisor and the presidents of Athletes Helping Athletes, a program at our school. We will be talking to the main advisor, Ms. Graff, and the two presidents, Aurora Wojcik and Mariah Petley. Through discussing how the program works, its contribution to the Baldwin community, and what makes these athletes the best of the best, as Ms. Graff says, we hope to give you some insight into one successful athletic program in our Baldwin program. All right, without further ado, let's jump into the interview. First off is the one and only Miss Graff. So Miss Graff has been a teacher in the Baldwin School District for 26 years as a physical education teacher. So to give a little background on her, Miss Graff committed to Queens University as an athlete for girls basketball. Um, there she started as a point guard for four years. So now back to the present. Ms. Graff has not only contrib- contributed tremendously to the sports and physical education program at Baldwin, as an advisor, she has worked to establish the Athletes Helping Athletes program at our high school. So I don't really want to steal the thunder for you. So Ms. Graff, can you tell us a little bit about AHA and how it came about? Sure. Um, first of all, Mr. Ramirez did start the program, um, or Mr. Herman, I guess, before him. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't start. I just took it over when I came up to the high school. But it's an absolute great program. Um, I love working with the kids in the high school. And I always tell them they're the best of the best. It's a very difficult pr- uh, program to get into and the fifth graders seem to love it and really sit at the edge of their seat on every word that these athletes say. Yeah, thousand percent. So can you tell us a little bit about the goals of Athletes Helping Athletes and what we really do? So in Athletes Helping Athletes, what we do is we get trained by professionals, former professional athletes. They either, we either go to Malloy High School, they, Malloy College, or they come to here, and they train the athletes on how to speak to the children using their own, the athletes' own stories. And then we go into the fifth grade classrooms, all fifth grades, and we tell them stories about perseverance, about bullying, about drugs and alcohol, and all important things like that, and how these athletes have been able to handle those kind of situations in the proper manner. All right, so I'm actually, as you know, um, a part of Athletes Helping Athletes. I joined my 11th grade year. So I, I feel like as a program, we've done a lot to like contribute to the elementary schools and like help them going into middle school and into these athletic programs. So how else would you say Athletes Helping Athletes has contributed to Baldwin? I think it really just helps the community. The amount of letters I get and outpouring from teachers saying that the fifth graders can't wait for them to come back. They really are great role models. They come and watch them play their sports and say, I know them from when they were in our classroom. Um, unfortunately for the last year, we haven't been able to do it, but normally we are able to have a unity day, a basketball shootout, a physical fitness jamboree, and the fifth graders get to intermingle with the high school students and see how they behave and how they react, and hopefully that they copy it and they become great people just like these athletes helping athletes are. 
Yeah, I remember as a kid, um, I went to Brookside, so I remember when these athletes helping athletes would come in to our gym and like play around with us, like tell us those stories and for Uni Day as well. And honestly, it really stuck with me, like the lessons they taught me, I really wanted to be with them, so to be in their spot, it really does show like progression and everything, um, and it really inspires you as a kid. So, oh no, continue. No, I was going to say, yeah, one of the things that you have to do to be an athlete helping athletes is fill out an essay, mm-hmm. and the essay usually says, why do you want to be an athlete helping athletes? Mm-hmm. And I would say over 95% of the people who are in athletes helping athletes say in their essay that they remember when the athletes came to the fifth grade and the impact that it had on them, and they couldn't wait to be a part of it. Yeah, it's really inspiring. All right, so going off of that, what makes athletes helping athletes different from any other club? Um, well, this is a club that you can't just join. The coaches have to nominate you. Then the teachers have to approve you by your grades. We check out everyone's report card. Um, it's a peer interview process where they, Toy knows she was in it, and yeah. where you kind of do a, like um, speed dating, and you get interviewed by the remaining members, and that's a difficult process in itself. So it's not just a normal process of, oh, I want to be in that club. It's more of a process of, you know, how can I do it? The coaches have to nominate you, and you kind of have to be the best person you can be at all times. All right. So I have a question later for that, for like that speed dating interviewing thing. It's going to be a really good one. All right. <laughs> so what do you see for the future of athletes helping athletes? I know it's more than a club, you know. Um, it's affiliated with Malloy. Um, but how do you or do you in general see expanding the club, not the club, AHA, and things you can change or want to change? Um, to tell you the truth, I honestly, the amount of outpour that we've gotten from students such as yourselves, from teachers in the fifth grade and from parents, I don't think that we really need to change it that much. I do think it's a great program. I will be excited when we get back to doing things such as the physical fitness jamboree and Unity Day and the basketball shootout because then not only do we go to the elementary schools for three times to speak to the students on perseverance and sportsmanship and bullying and drugs and alcohol, but then we meet them on a different level, just playing activities and having fun games with them so you get to interact with them in that way. So I do think that's an important piece that's been missing for the last year, Mm -hmm. and I can't wait to get back to that. But other than that, I think the program is a well-run program. It's run, like I said, through Malloy College. They do a great job, and we have great athletes that do a great job. Yeah, I know COVID when I I came in my 11th grade year, so I didn't really get that um, in-person feeling at first, but um, I know COVID really impacted our um, AHA, and kind of coming back to it this year we get to go in person kind of shows how you get to see how the kids are extremely excited to see you they ask their questions but like you know they get sillier and sillier just because they couldn't really ask them on zoom or google meet so this is a little bit better yeah being live is definitely a better situation than yeah so this kind of goes into my next question the silly question so for those of you who don't know, I know Ms. Graff said it before, during the AHA interviews, like the speed dating, the athletes sit down with the students they're interviewing, and we tend to ask like random questions to simulate questions some kids would ask. So Ms. Graff, on the spot, would you be able to come up with a question? Um, come on, Sure. Usually a lot of times uh, students will ask a question like, if you had a superpower, what superpower would it be and why? Mm-hmm. Or if you were a fruit, what fruit would you be and why? <laughs> And the reason why they ask some of those silly questions is because, believe it or not, you will get those questions from fifth graders. Oh, yeah. You know, and they get so excited when you pick an answer. Half of them will say, oh, I totally agree. And half of them will say, oh, I disagree. And it's very fun to see the interaction between the fifth graders and the athletes. So that's why they decided to come up with that. happened probably about three or four years ago 
with um with um, Mike Conforti, I think was the first one to start that and ask a couple of silly questions. We always ask questions like, why do you want to be an athlete helping athletes, and who's your role model? Mm-hmm. And, you know, who do you aspire to be? We ask some serious questions, but we do ask some fun questions like Toyin said to keep the people who are interviewing on their toes and see how we react to silly situations. Yeah, my question during the interviews this year was, would you rather be chased by Pennywise at full speed, Michael Myers at full speed, or be a participant in a Saw movie? And everybody laughed every single time I asked that question. And it's honestly like a question not the exact question, but some kids would ask, and it, it was really funny. And it's but also good just to see their reactions and their answers, you know, how they back them up. That's what I always tell the kids when they are interviewing. I say, don't get nervous. Sometimes people are going to ask you silly questions, but we're really looking for not so much your answers. There is no right or wrong answer. It's how you back it up so that what would you be saying to fifth graders? Yeah. So out of all the things that athlete, Athletes Helping Athletes has done, what part is your favorite or over the years, just like, you know, what has really stuck out? I think just getting to um, know the athletes, it's been such a great and special program. Uh-huh. I love being with the athletes on a different level. Um, again, we don't have meetings together in the morning anymore where we used to share bagels every morning, but it's the still bagels. just getting to know the athletes on a different level. It's not just in classroom, it's not just watching them deal with the fifth graders, which is a great um, situation watching them interact with the fifth graders, but I also get to meet them on a different level and see them as adults and wonderful people that we are. I mean, we've had students that came in and even the people from Malloy College would ask them, you know, what did you do during COVID when you were in a pause? We had two students that said they learned a new language or they tried to learn an instrument. I mean, we have the greatest students in the world, and it's just fun to get to know them on a personal level instead of just in the classroom itself. Mm-hmm. And we have, like, a wide range of people. Like, last year we had um, the valedictorian, Dylan, as well. And this year we have a lot of people in the top ten. Um, yeah, Jasmine Bish is a salutatorian. Yeah, so, like, you have a wide range of people. It's not just, like, you know... Um, just athletes. You have student athletes as well, which is also a really important part of athletes helping athletes being able to balance, like, you know, school and the athletes. I think a lot of people don't, like, focus on the student part of it, but, like, they both really go together, you know? Oh, definitely. And that's why I love having the peer interviews and we do check the report cards mm-hmm. because it is so important that they're student athletes first. Being a student first is the most important because they are missing classes going to talk to the fifth graders and we have to make sure that they're good students so that they will make up all that work and nothing will let their grades suffer. Mm-hmm. All right, so this is going to be the last question. Do you have any advice or tips for any kids that um, are looking to be nominated for Athletes Helping Athletes? Um, to tell you the truth, just do, be the best you can in your sport mm-hmm. and you know the cream always rises to the top. So I do think that if you, just like you did toying, if you just um, participate in your sport and give it 150% in your sport, and you're always nice, you're not yelling at your own teammates, you're not um, bringing your team down, you're always lift, uplifting your team and being positive, I think your coaches will notice, and those are the ones who nominate you. I have no control over who gets nominated. It's all up to the coaches, and mm-hmm. they do a great job. As you can see, people like yourself are right here in this program for two years. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Scott, thank you for sitting down with me for this interview. Um, have a good day. You too. Have a great one. Okay, so after talking with Ms. Graff, we learned a little bit about what Athletes Helping Athletes, or AHA, actually is. The process is pretty tedious and very rewarding for everyone involved. With that being said, I think it would be pretty amazing to hear a student-athlete perspective of the program, specifically from AHA's presidents, Aurora and Mariah. To start off the interview, let's get to know a bit about their sports seasons and what they've been up to. Okay, so guys, how are your sports seasons going so far? <laughs> Mariah, you can start, you know, I know you're doing track, so you can start with that, and then where we can go to you for your off-season field hockey. Yeah, so it's pretty good. I mean, it's cold outside, but, you know, 
winter track. That's what I signed up for. Um, but no, it's really great. We um, we run at St. Anthony's a lot during the week, mm -hmm. and those meets have been going really well. Um, yeah, and St. Anthony's is in Queens? Uh, no, it's on Long Island, but it's pretty far out, so it takes a while to get there. Mm -hmm. And then we get back really late from those meets. But our team overall has been doing really well. Like We won the 4x2 relay the other day, so it's been really great. Uh, for me, it's been a really big learning experience because this is actually my first time playing indoor hockey. Um, and actually, last Sunday, uh, my club team, we made the national indoor tournament qualifiers. Okay. So <laughs> we'll be at the national indoor tournament in Virginia in February. So that's wow. really exciting for me. All right, congratulations. All right, so we're going to hop into the interview process for um, athletes helping athletes. Can you guys explain to us um, kind of like the process of the interview and like what you went through to get into athletes helping athletes? Uh, so for athletes helping athletes, first of all, you have to be a varsity athlete. Uh, we don't just let anybody in. Uh, the interview process is pretty long and it takes us the whole day. So former members will interview uh, uh, possible incoming members and we each ask them like a couple questions for a minute or so and those possible future members also have to write an essay and that just shows how it is pretty tough to get into athletes helping athletes and we do try to be the best of the best. Yeah. I think that would pretty much sum it up. Um, each of the members like create questions. Sometimes they're a little silly, sometimes they're serious, but we want people that, you know, represent our school well, represent um, the sports, you know, yeah. really well and just are overall good people. So yeah. All right, so when you were interviewing this year, I know I was like interviewing with you guys as well. Um, how did how did it feel to be on the other side of the table um, compared to when you were being interviewed? Like, what was the difference for you guys? I think it was less nerve-wracking, and it was very interesting to see um, all the people that were going to be interviewed. I was yeah. like, oh man, like that yeah. was me, and yeah. I was so nervous. I didn't I didn't even know what questions were going to be asked, and then. Here I am sitting on the other side of the table now, and I'm just like, all right, let's see how they're going to answer these questions. Yeah, I think also, like, the fact that we were on the other side of the table, it's easier to just, like, make the person feel at ease because yeah. we know like, what we were feeling when we were being interviewed. So, All right, it leads us to our next question. How has um, athletes helping athletes impacted you? Like, what has it taught you throughout your sports seasons, through your life in general? Does it have to be related to sports? Because I know that's a lesson we teach that, even though it's athletes teaching you lessons, it could apply to any part of your life. So like, how, what has it taught you? I, I would say like, it, it kind of taught me to be a leader in a way. Mm -hmm. Like being around those kids, like they're just so, they're so interactive, they're so fun. And they, mm -hmm. they really like care about you. And like, they want to know like, what it's like being a high schooler and like, you know, all the different things that you may struggle with. But I just think like, it's really, it's like being a leader because they really, yeah. they remember you from the last visit. So. Yeah, I would just say that. I think for me, it's definitely been practice what you preach. Mm. Sometimes I'll catch myself, like, not doing what I told the fifth graders <laughs> to do. So I'm just like, okay, got to lead by example. And yeah, yeah. even when you don't think that people are watching, people are watching you, and those people are the little kids that look up to you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that's important as well because the three lessons we teach are perseverance, um, sportsmanship, and drugs and alcohol, and it's mm -hmm. like, it's kind of like hypocritical when you see yeah, yeah. a whole bunch of students or like athletes doing some doing the things that we're teaching but you yeah. know it's good for us being the leaders of the school to kind of like show that 
you know, we practice what we teach and yeah. All right, so um, I don't know if many people know, but going into um, being in athletes helping athletes, the whole thing is going into these classrooms and teaching um, the fifth graders about these lessons of perseverance, um, sportsmanship, and drugs and alcohol. So can you guys tell us what it's like going into these classrooms, like, you know, teaching these little kids and like keeping their attention and teaching them very important lessons? I think for me, especially our last visit, it was very nostalgic because I went to my fifth grade teacher's classroom and just seeing the fifth graders, I was like, man, I was there and now I'm what I would see as like a super cool teenager <laughs> talking to these kids. And before, you know, it's very nerve wracking because you practice your story, you want to make sure it's right and you get the message across and you don't want them to interpret it a different way than you intended. But I really like it, and they're just so fun to be around the fifth graders. Yeah, I would, I would say the same thing. I think at first, it's really nerve-wracking. Like Aurora said, you, you create your story, and you don't want to mess it up, and you want the kids to, like, you know, hear what you have to say. But as you do it more, it's kind of like, it's really selfless because you're just talking yeah. to them, and you want them to learn from whatever your experiences were so you don't they don't make the same mistakes, or, you know, they can just learn from your overall experience. Mm -hmm. So once you keep doing it over and over, it's like, wow, like these kids actually care what I have to say, you know? Yeah, it's very it's very comfortable. Like after a certain point, it yeah. gets comfortable. I remember our first like um, training session that we had to go to to like get taught these like lessons. It was very nerve wracking coming up with yeah. the story, mm -hmm. but then it, you practice it. But then when you get in front of the kids, it slowly starts to get better. Yeah. Like yeah. it's more of a conversation mm -hmm. than you telling yeah. them something. Mm -hmm. And I know the kids, sometimes they're hard to talk to, but a lot of the time, like, you know, you're like, conversating with them like joking around and it makes it very fun and fulfilling yeah, yeah. and their questions are so cute sometimes <laughs> they'll be like oh um what time does school end or like yeah can you dye your hair in the school <laughs> i like when they ask about lunch in the middle yeah. school and lockers the lunch good they're, they're so cute i know okay so when i interviewed miss graf i asked the question of oh, can you come up with a question like one of those silly questions that we ask during interviews on the spot. If if you were an animal, which one would you be? <laughs> oh. <laughs> you want the spirit animal route, okay. Yes. Mariah, what do you think? I don't know. I, I think one year we did, like, is water wet? Like, one of those, like, kind of annoying questions. <laughs> <laughs> the most debating question. Yeah. All right, all right. But it really shows the personality of the person, you know what I mean? Okay, so guys, I want to say thank you for coming on the podcast. Um, I know it was a little bit short, but I kind of wanted to get a student perspective of athletes helping athletes. It was good sitting down with the president to kind of like see how everything went. We talked to Ms. Graff, but this is kind of better to see like the student perspective because yeah. we are like a student group. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you guys for coming. No problem. Thank you for thank having you. us. All right, everyone, that concludes this episode of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening in on this edition of the Baldwin Bruins Sports Podcast. Be sure to follow us on all streaming platforms. Check us out on Instagram at Baldwin Sports Podcast. Join us next time for more news, analysis, interviews, and everything Baldwin Sports.